Nestle's Ever Ready, the instant cocoa. Nestle's Click for great chocolate milk. And Nestle's Chocolate Bars now present Space Patrol. High adventure in the wild, vast reaches of space. Missions of daring in the name of interplanetary justice. Travel into the future with Buzz Corey, Commander-in-Chief of the Space Patrol. In today's transcribed Space Patrol adventure, Buzz and Happy are aboard the Terra 5 approaching the planet Venus. We're on vector for the Venus City atmosphere shell, sir. Fine, Hap. Cut our velocity. Yes, sir. That's strange. The controls won't respond. There's a warning from Space Control. Decelerate quick. I can't, sir. Nothing happens. Try changing vector. The controls are frozen. Someone sabotaged the ship. Smoking rockets, if we don't do something quick, the ship will crash right into the heart of Venus City. We'll return in just a moment with the thrilling Space Patrol story, The Shadow of Shardu. What's new? Nestle's new. Nestle's what? Coconut. Ah, Nestle's new coconut bar. That's for me. You have to eat one to believe that there could be such a wonderful flavor combination. Just imagine. Thick, rich, smooth milk chocolate crammed to the edges with fresh toasted coconut. And it's such fun to eat, too, because it gets crisper with every bite. Care to add anything to that, Hap? Hap. You're dead happy, would you please answer? Oh, golly, Commander, I'm sorry. You know what happens to me when you start talking about Nestle's new coconut bar? I just close my eyes and leave this planet. Yes, sir, I, I imagine I'm eating one right then and there. Mmm, I can just taste that sensational, creamy, rich chocolate and all that super coconut. Oh, it's so crisp, so delicious, so... There I go again. That's the way it is, Commander, and there's only one cure for it. Oh, what might that be? Why, I've got to eat a Nestle's coconut bar, of course. Well, now, that seems like a good idea for you, for me, for all space patrollers, too. Gang, why don't you find out for yourself? Treat yourself to a brand-new, brand-new coconut bar. You'll really go for it. Everybody goes for Nestle's, Commander. Wonderful milk chocolate, almond chocolate, and crunchy crunch bars. And naturally, the new coconut bar in the red and cream-colored wrapper. Smoking Rockets, Nestle certainly makes the very best chocolate. And now, our Space Patrol adventure, The Shadow of Shardu. Commander Corey has discovered that agents from the planet Darjeeda near the Star Antares are secretly at work in the solar system searching for a jeweled crown. Of the two known agents from Darjeeda, one has been captured. The other, Orkan, escaped from Earth. Buzz fears Orkan will try to locate the one man in the United Planets who may know the whereabouts of the crown, the archaeologist Howard Sterndorf. So far, the commander has been unable to contact the scientist to warn him of the danger he faces at the hands of the ruthless intruders from Darjeeda. Right now, Buzz and Happy are in the commander's office at Terra headquarters. Well, there's one thing in our favor. If we can't find Sterndorf, then neither can Orkan. You forget, Happy. We don't know how big an organization Darjeeta may have in our solar system. There would be Emperor if Shardu may have agents everywhere. Well, we sure didn't find out much from the one we captured, this uh, Torzak, not even with a brain attack. These men from Darjeeta have tremendous control over the minds. This mental power, sight forces, they call it, enables them to perform incredible feats of strength. Yeah, we sure found that out the hard way. What I can't understand, sir, is why a super smart race of people would, would put so much value on a crown. Why couldn't Shardu be emperor without it? I don't know enough about Darjeeta to answer that, Hap. 
I don't see how we're going to protect Sterndorf, even if we do find him before Orkhan does. Uh, unless we keep Sterndorf a prisoner for his own protection. Mm, there's just one way to protect Sterndorf from the agents of Barbuda. That's to make him useless to Shardu and his spies. Well, how can we do that? If Sterndorf knows where the crown is, he oh, can... excuse me. Commander Corey here. Yes, Captain. Fine. Lowell City? Good. He doesn't know why I want to see him. Well, don't tell him. Just keep him there. It won't be long. I'll blast off immediately. Hurry out. Hap, Howard Sterndorf is on Mars. Captain Walden in our Lowell City headquarters got a bright hunt and checked with the curator of the Lowell City Museum. That's a break. Now we can get to him before Orcon does. Let's get to the spaceport. Meantime, in the spaceship traveling between Earth and the planet Venus, Orcon, agent from the planet Darjeeda, contacts his leader, Shardu, near the star Antares, 170 light years from the solar system. I should reach Venus in about two hours, Shardu. And that is where the crown is? I cannot be sure. I do know that the scientist who found the crown in the Zanapi ruins lives in Venus City. It shouldn't be difficult to locate him. Once I find Howard Sterndorf, I will force him to tell me where to find the crown of Darjeeda. I am somewhat concerned, Orkhan. Have you contacted Agent Tordak recently? No, Shardu. I saw no necessity for it. I have tried repeatedly to reach him. He does not answer. His last report is long overdue. When did you last hear from Torzak? Shortly after you left the desert region. He told me he had this Commander Corey and the Cadet Happy under control. That is true, Shardu. When I left, Corey and the Cadet were still dazed from the weakening effect of my psych force. Suppose they succeeded in overpowering Torzak. That's impossible. Then why hasn't Torzak reported? Until I learned differently... I must operate on the theory that they did escape. We must change our plans immediately. But Shardu... We must run no unnecessary risk. Corey has escaped from Korzak, and he will attempt to warn the scientist who's turned on. He will also alert the Venus authorities to watch for you. Should I return to Torzak's place in the Earth's desert? No. Contact Rotor, one of our agents on Terra. He can determine whether Corey is back in action. And if he is... Corey is the greatest obstacle to the recovery of the crown of Daisida. He must be destroyed. In a hotel room in Lowell City on the planet Mars, Buzz and Happy confer with the elusive scientist Howard Sterndorf. Let me ask you a question. Didn't you explore the Zanapi ruins on Yes, last year. But it wasn't a very complete exploration. I was called back to Venus to take over some classes at the university. Did you find a jeweled crown in the ruins? Why, yes, I did. Very strange, too. It just didn't belong among those Indian artifacts. You're right, it didn't. We know where that crown came from. You, you do? Where? From a planet near the star Antares. It was stolen a thousand years ago, brought to Earth, and hidden in those ruins. That's why you're in danger. Oh, just a minute. If this is one of those tiresome legends about an ancient curse, you can forget it. This is serious, Professor. Where is that crown? Back at the Venus City University? Locked in a vault, I suppose. My goodness, no. It's on the shelf in my office. In plain sight? Of course. The restoration of an empire hinges on that crown. Agents from Darjeeda are in the solar system right now, and they'll do anything to get it back. Well, why not give it to them? If it's there, we can't be sure it's all they want. They'll never know who their agents are unless they reveal themselves by making attempts to get that crown. All right. Interstellar politics is out of my line. I'll give you the crown and you can lock it out. Mm. 
That won't work with these spies. No, Professor. No secret is safe from them. They've got something they call a psych force. They can produce a mental energy that can overpower our own self-control. I know. One of them made me tell them your name. And they can concentrate that power in physical energy. When they want to, they're as strong as ten men. Now, here's our problem. Either you nor I must know where the crown is. Yet we must be able to produce it on short notice in case we have to. Well, that's quite a dilemma. How would it work if I gave it to a friend and asked him to hide it? Oh, a Dajita agent could easily make you tell the name of your friend. Well, then your friend would be on the spot. What we need is a way of not letting our left hand know what our right hand is doing. Exactly. Now, here's my suggestion. Each of us will make a list of 20 men we can trust. That's 40. Then envelopes will be prepared and addressed to each of these 40 men. There will be no return address on any envelope. 39 of them will contain blank pieces of paper, or perhaps a circuit or anything. It doesn't matter. And the 40th envelope? That will contain a letter over my signature, asking that person to go immediately to your office, get the crown, and hide it without telling anyone. The person receiving the instructions will be asked to send a letter to the secret documents section at Space Patrol headquarters in town. Now, on the outside of the envelope will be a file number. Inside will be the man's name, nothing else. That envelope will be filed without being opened. Then can I go to Venus? Not until I get word from the secret document section that a letter with a certain file number has arrived from Venus City. That'll be proof that our plan worked and the crown is safely hidden. Nearly two days later, in a hotel on Terra, Professor Sterndorf impatiently awaits word from Commander Corey that he can return to his work at the Venus City University. As the hours drag on, he nervously paces the floor, muttering to himself. Uh, Commander Corey overestimates these Gurjida people. Wasting all this time, and I could be... Uh, that's the commander. In high time, too. Well, I was wondering... Oh, hello. Professor Sterndorf? Yes. What can I do for you? I'd like to come in, if you don't mind. Well, I, I'm rather busy. Thank you, Professor. Oh, just a minute, young man. It shouldn't take very long. You're certainly a hard man to find. I heard you were in Lowell City, but by the time I got there, you'd left for Terra. However, it... what's the matter, Professor? I don't know. To me, I felt a trifle dizzy. Think nothing of it. I usually have that effect on people. Who are you? What do you want? It doesn't matter who I am. You took a jeweled crown from the Zanapi ruins on the planet Earth. Where is it? You. You're a Darjita agent. Where is the crown? I don't know. Don't lie to me. Eventually, you're going to have to tell the truth. You'll save yourself much mental torture if you stop fighting your impulse to answer. Where is it? I am telling you the truth. I don't know where the crown is. Does Corey have it? No. Who did you give it to? I don't know. Then you did give it to someone, didn't you? I don't know. You must be telling the truth, but your answers don't make any sense. Corey sent someone to get it. Yeah. I'm getting someone. Who did he send? I don't know. Are you expecting someone? Yes. Commander Corey. That's probably who that is. What's he coming here for? Most likely to take me to Venus. To get the crown? No. Neither of us knows where the crown is. I'm stepping into the next room. Answer the door, but get rid of Corey. Tell him you don't need an escort to Venus. Do as I say. Wait till I get out of sight.
Good afternoon, Professor. Hi, Professor Sterndorf. Good afternoon. Everything has worked out fine, Professor. We'll take you to Venus as soon as you're ready. I, uh, I'm not ready to return yet. I have found a few matters of interest here on Terra. When I attend to them, I can return to Venus by myself. I do not need an official escort. Good day, gentlemen. But professor. Happy the Professor knows his own mind. Very well, Professor. Thanks for your cooperation. Come on. Yes, sir. Goodbye, Professor. Goodbye. Where is he? Right here, Corey. Come on, look out. It's working on. You shouldn't have done that. It's their fault I had to knock them out. They stormed in here ready for trouble. Would have been difficult to overpower them with mind energy. All right, Professor. Bring me a sheep in the bed. What? What are you going to do? Tie them up. I'll have Voter come here and revive them. You're coming with me to Beats. By the commander and Cadet Happy. Who is Voter? Another Darjeeda agent. And if they don't tell us where the crown is, Voter will show them that the psych force can be more tortured than a severe beating. We'll return to Space Patrol in just a moment. Say, gang, how's your morning tempo? Do you go around like this? Or are you the kind who speeds through school and chores like this? Well, I bet you the difference is breakfast. Yes, sirree, a good big breakfast topped off by a good big cup of Nestle's Everetti Cocoa can make all the difference in the universe. Breakfast eaters are never slow starters nor mid-morning slumpers either. Because they get the pep and go they need to last clear through. And let me tell you, when you have Nestle's cocoa with your breakfast, you're treating yourself fine. The flavor's so rich and chocolatey and delicious, just like those sensational Nestle's chocolate bars. Another thing, Nestle's is the only instant cocoa that contains rich whole milk and sugar. That's where the pep comes from. And of course, Nestle's is so easy to fix, you can do it yourself in no time. Just put one, two, three spoonfuls in your cup and add hot water. Easy? Why, you never saw anything simpler. Good? Well, you just take a big swallow, and you'll say it's the greatest. And boy, wait and see how you speed through the morning just like this. Remember, ask Mom for Nestle's Everetti in the bright red box. It's chocolate rich and wonderful. It's Nestle's. And now, back to our Space Patrol adventure, The Shadow of Shardu. Commander Corey knows that agents from Darjeeda with their specially trained brains can generate a psych force strong enough to make any ordinary person reveal any fact that he knows. Was therefore worked out a plan so the crown of Darjeeda can be hidden by an unknown third party. Thus, neither Buzz nor Professor Sterndorf have any direct knowledge of where the crown is or who has it. 
but Agent Orkan captured the professor and knocked Buzz and Happy unconscious. The two space patrolmen come to their senses in the professor's hotel room on Terra to find themselves securely bound by strips of sheet torn from the bed. I think I'm getting it, Happy. The strands of sheet around my wrists are beginning to give. I'm not making any headway with mine. Orkan used too much of his super strength in tying me. He pulled a knot so hard he weakened the fabric. I was beginning to think nobody was ever going to come. Uh, get me loose, will you? Take it easy. Where's the commander? Orkhan said he had both of you tied together. Right here. Oh, that was a beauty, commander. Uh, I had to get him quick before he got his sight force into gear. You sure did. But he's completely out. He can't tell us where Orkhan is. After I release you, we'll get him to headquarters. If we can get him under a brainograph before he completely recovers, we might find out plenty. Far from the regular space lanes, a private cruiser follows a vector toward the planet Venus. Orkan checks the view scopes carefully, then makes spaceophone contact with Shardu on the remote planet Darjida. I have captured Professor Sterndorf Shardu. He is locked in a compartment of the ship. What about Corey? By now, Voder probably has Corey and the cadet well under control. Why didn't you take Corey with you when you had the chance? I was compelled to use physical force, Shardu. It would have taken too much time to wait for them to regain consciousness so that I could control their actions by psych force, as I did the professor. I see. What about the crown? Sterndorf seems to have no knowledge of where it is. But you told me... Please, you... Shardu, please. There is nothing to worry about. Corey and Sterndorf together must have knowledge of the crown. I can work on Sterndorf while Voder handles Corey. And with Sterndorf under your control, you can force Corey to be more cooperative. Exactly. You will have to give me the crown to save the professor's life. Where are you going now? To Venus. In all probability, the crown is somewhere on that planet. I can operate from Venus City location number three. You must find the crown without delay or cut. Proceed to Venus. Several million DUs away, the Terra 5 also follows a vector toward the planet Venus. We got more information on the voter than I expected, Commander. Well, at least we know where Orkhan is taking Professor Sterndorf. Well, Orkhan must realize by now that Sterndorf hasn't the slightest idea where the crown is or who has it. Yes, the professor's in a tough spot. Orkhan will probably keep him as a hostage to force us to hand over the crown. Well, but we don't know where it is either, unless we trace that letter through the secret document section and find out the name inside. We may have to do that to save Sterndorf from torture. With Professor Sterndorf completely dominated by the psych force, Orkan brings his spaceship through the space lock of the Venus City atmosphere shell. Then, by an indirect route in a surface car, he brings his captive to a thick-walled building in the manufacturing section of the city. Now, Sterndorf, as you can see, we aren't likely to be disturbed here. The wisest thing you can do is to tell me how to find the crown of Darjeeda. I've told you before. I don't know. I've been very gentle with you up to now, Professor. You have a fine mind, by solar system standards. It would be a pity to damage it permanently. So stop resisting me. I tell you, I'm not... Come, resist- come, if you don't care about yourself, think of Corey and the cadet. You can save them from a very horrible fate by telling me what steps Corey took to conceal the crown. Hmm, very well. You leave me no other choice. Shardy's signal. Perhaps Corey is already cracked. I knew it wouldn't take Voder long to get the information. Agent Orkhan here, Shardu. Orkhan, 
Corey has escaped from motor. What? That's impossible. I received a report from another Terra agent. Corey and the cadet blasted off from Terra on a Venus orbit. What about Voter? He has not reported. Very likely Corey has him locked up at headquarters. There's no telling how much information Corey got from him with their brainogram. I still have Sterndorf. Corey won't dare do anything to endanger the professor. Don't tell me what Corey will do. You keep telling me that the people of the solar system are weak, that they're powerless against our psych force. Well, Corey has captured two of our agents, Porzak and Voter. You are probably next. No, he'll never take me. He won't if you obey my instructions. He must never reach Venus. How can I stop him? With the thought radiation unit on your space force. You know the standard space patrol frequency? But Shardu projecting the psych force by space upon it, it it's a tremendous strain on my mind. It's, it's painful, exhausting. But you have exercised partial control over Corey before. Receptivity has already been established. Yeah, I know, but I can't be sure I can project a command over such a distance. Even when it's amplified by the thought radiation unit, it could be distorted, diffused. Do not project a complex command. A simple, strong, non-action impulse is all you need. Non-action impulse? Yes. Soon, Corey will approach the Venus City atmosphere shell. To enter the space lock, he and the cadet will have to perform certain specific actions. Your psych force will inhibit these actions. Yes, it might work at that. It has to work. From what you've told me before, the protective systems of these atmosphere shells. Well, we will be rid of Corey for good. Hurry. Put on the thought protection unit and start transmitting. We're on vector for the Venus City atmosphere shell, sir. A fine half. You bring it through the locks. Better cut our velocity. Yes, sir. Well, that's strange. The controls won't respond. Try it again. There's the automatic warning from space control. Our approach is too fast. Accelerate quick. Well, I can't, sir. The nose rockets won't fire. Cut our tail rockets. Well, nothing happens. We're still accelerating. And change vector. Do it quick or we'll crash into the planet. Yes, sir. The controls are frozen. I can't fire starboard or port rockets. Put on automatic landing control. The emergency circuits may take hold. Yes, sir. Well, that doesn't work either. Smoking rockets, we're going to crash right into the heart of Venus City. Listen to that automatic warning. The electronic protective system in Venus City is getting ready to launch a guided missile at us. We'll be blown up before we hit the shell. Those beats are speeding up. When they merge into one note, we'll have reached the critical point. Have try the forward rockets again. Press the control. I did, sir. You put your finger on it, but you didn't press it. Here, let me try it. Nothing wrong with the controls, it's us. But the psych what? force. Something's controlling our actions. It doesn't feel that way, sir. We can do anything but decelerate the ship. Orcon must be using his psych force by remote control. The space phone, I'll cut it off. Now we can't hear the warning. Try the controls quickly. Fire port rockets. It worked. It worked. We're changing vectors. Let's hope we swerve quick enough. Full repeller ray. We're zooming in awfully close to the ground. You'll make another approach to the city, huh? This time, an automatic landing control. And Orton must have been transmitting a psych force by space Yes. Otherwise, we'd have been blown to bits by now. Well, I guess it's better to destroy a ship than to crash into a city. I could have sworn I was pressing those controls. A psych force is a powerful weapon. We've got to round up every Darjita agent in the solar system. And we'll start with Orcon. In his Venus City hideout, Orkhan slumps in front of the spacephone, completely exhausted. Still, he keeps a wary eye on his captive, Professor Sterndorf. 
through that again. Feel as though I'd been physically beaten. You have killed Commander Corey. Yes, Professor. By now, the commander's ship has reached the electronic defense barrier over the atmosphere shell. And he's been blown to atoms. Let that be a lesson to anyone who opposes Darjeeda. By destroying Corey, you ruined your only chance to get the crown. If that is true, you are no longer of any use to me. Yes. You are now in the way. What are you going to do? Uh, Take your hands off of me. It won't do you any good to struggle, Professor. In a moment, it will all be over. Let go of him, Archon. Corey! I'll take care of him. Have you help the Professor. Commander, he's going for his ray gun. No, he isn't. Keep him covered. Yes, sir. Are you all right, Professor? Yes, Commander. But if you'd been a moment later... You'll get Archon to a brainograph before he builds up his mental resistance. You can probably tell us who some of the other Darjeeta agents are. You won't get anything out of me, Corey. Chardu of Darjeeta will see that I am liberated. Come on, Archon. Let's go. There is Chardu calling me now. Forget it. Very well. When I don't answer, he'll know I'm in trouble and send other agents to help. He is right, Commander. Give me an idea. All right, Archon. Talk to your boss. Go ahead. Say anything you like. Do you mean that? Answer it. You've got some trick in mind. You think you'll learn something about the Darjeeta master plan? All right, don't answer it, but make up your mind. Very well. But you won't learn anything. Agent Orkhan here, Shardu. I'm surprised that you answered, Orkhan. I just... Shardu, listen. Be careful what you say. I left, Orkhan. I have just heard of the failure of your plan to destroy Corey's spaceship. That's what I wanted to explain. Silence! Do not interrupt. To repeat this one thing means only one thing. You are a traitor. You are working with my enemies. That's not true. I am loyal to you, Shardu. Protect me from such loyalty. Henceforth, you will be regarded as a traitor of Darjeeda. I have ordered certain agents in the solar system to give you the treatment we reserve for traitors. Goodbye, Orkhan. Shardu, listen to me, please. You've got to protect me. You don't have any idea how vicious Shardu can be. Oh, don't we? You've given us some pretty good demonstrations. Come on, Archon. We'll see that nothing happens to you for a long time to come. An action preview of next week's exciting Space Patrol adventure in just a moment. Say, Commander, take a look at these drawings for the new type spacesuits. See here? Energy restoration units built right in. Pretty cosmic, huh? I've got a better energy restore and builder right here. What's more, it tastes good. You couldn't be talking about anything but good old Nestle's ever-ready cocoa, I'll bet. After you go to the head of the clan. Nestle's cocoa is the hot drink all space patrollers need to make them peppy and keep them peppy. So delicious, too. Just packed with the rich, true chocolate flavor of Nestle's chocolate bars. And that's the best chocolate there is. Nestle's is so easy to make, too. Just one, two, three spoonfuls in the cup. Add hot water, and it's ready. Smoking rockets, let's not stand here talking about it. Let's have some. Roger. Let's everybody have a big, delicious cup of Nestle's Ever-Ready Cocoa. Nestle's is the one with the real chocolate flavor. That's Nestle's in the bright red pan. And now, a preview of next week's exciting Space Patrol adventure. Buzz and Happy are on the planet Darjeeta, pursued by a band of Shardu's agents. 
They're gaining on us, sir. We're nearly at the top of the ridge. Then it'll be downhill to the ship. It's lucky for us they don't have any weapons. Chardu probably gave them orders to take us alive. From what we know of him, that isn't going to be any picnic. If we can keep this lead, we'll be safe. Well, they have got weapons. Here's the top of the ridge. Now a final spurt to the ship and... Smoke and rockets, Commander, look. Our ship is gone. Be with us next week for the thrilling Space Patrol story, Planet of Discord. Space Patrol, created by Mike Moser, starring Ed Cameras, Commander Corey, and Lynn Osborne as Cadet Happy, was written by Lou Houston, produced and directed by Larry Robertson, executive producer Helen Moser. Other players were Norman Jolly, Ken Mayer, and Bela Kovach. Stick to Fell speaking. This week's Space Patrol was brought to you by Nestle's Everetti, the instant cocoa. Nestle's Quick for great chocolate milk and famous Nestle's Chocolate Bars. This program is broadcast for armed forces overseas through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Space Patrol came to you transcribed from Hollywood. This is ABC Radio Network.